Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. All right, we are here after another episode of Survivor back with the Merge Boot Podcast. Cody by himself this week. Well, not with Joel, but not by himself. I did not come alone. I got two great past guests with me today. I have a teacher and musician, Ryan Gaio here. Hey, hey, what's up? And I have filmmaker Jeremy Lalonde. Greetings, nerds. <laughs> Survivor nerds. Yeah, welcome, uh, uh, both of you. Um, how uh, this is the first time that you've both been on during uh, this season. So let me uh, go one by one here, Ryan. How what's your thoughts of the season thus far? Yeah, I think the season's been off to a great start. I think it's been one of my favorites of the forties. So I've been generally pretty, uh, pretty in favor of the forties overall as is. But I think this has been strong. I've really enjoyed the cast. And I think, uh, you know, some knocks against it that people haven't mm-hmm. say, oh, it's the same thing, three tribes, whatever. Well, we saw that get thrown for a bit of a loop tonight. So they're shaking it up. You know, what more do you want, people? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jeremy, yeah. what are you thinking? I've never heard to refer to as the 40s as in like the decades of the show. I love that for Survivor because it is. <laughs> yeah, there's a million episodes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm on the same page as Ryan. Like, I think the cast this season is they, they did a great job casting. It's so much fun. Uh, this might have been my favorite title for an episode, especially when it gets revealed why the title was called. Yeah. The title of the episode was I'm Felicia. <laughs> uh, nice. I didn't catch yeah. that at the start. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, um really 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 fun and how my i don't cody might i don't know if i mentioned this in the podcast before but how my family and i do it is we do like just a random blind draw for who is in our survivor pool every season so we don't get to choose anyone it's all random luck and i have uh who do i have left i have both josh and jam jam left is uh, oh it's two of the two of the people that were in play tonight anyway uh and so that's we'll get to my feelings on both of them later (laughs) that's That's, awesome that you mentioned that about your pool i am in a similar pool with some uh teacher friends at work and it's a bit of a random draw as well and i ended up with carolyn on my team and i am thrilled i I, am calling carolyn as the winner i've said it from the start (laughs) If Carolyn wins, I would be delighted. She is not one of mine. I would trade my entire team for Carolyn. <laughs> she is the all-time, she's the GOAT. She's the greatest Absolutely. of all-time Survivor player. You know, I, would, I, would, I would watch a solo series of Survivor with just Carolyn on her own. And the editors would too. You know what? Like, you know what brings us together here is that I got a little bit of a, a, a mix here because I have on my fantasy, which ours was a drafting cho- choosing, I have Carolyn and Josh. Wow. There you go. So, so you all- chose Carolyn. I chose Carolyn. I, I saw the preseason. I saw the trailer of her rubbing the rock on her face. And I knew this is someone I want on my team. This is someone I uh, need to cheer for. Absolutely. And I I should clarify that uh, there is some choice involved in our pool as well. And when it came down to I had the very last pick and it was just Carolyn, I don't remember who else it was. I go into them 
sight unseen. I don't know anything, but I knew Carolyn was the wacky one from the previews. I thought with the way that some of these winners have been of late, give me the wackiest to rule them all. And I, I was pumped to get Carolyn for exactly that reason, Cody. Well, it's interesting uh, with, like you uh, said here with how wacky that um, the winners have been, um, especially with survivors kind of, um, this era of Survivor kind of got kickstarted by, I would say, Erica um, being an under the radar winner. And that's kind of what we've been seeing season after season ever since. And a lot of people playing that way. Um, and I think that what makes this season feel a little bit different and interesting is that we're seeing quite a few of these players get taken out early that were not like Sarah could have been an under the radar kind of uh, a winner. And um, I think even like Helen uh, said in her, all of her preseason, she wanted to play like Erica and uh, which was interesting. Even Claire to some extent last week, right? Where Mm -hmm. she was playing the, I don't want to be involved in any, I love how Jeff called her out on that too. It's like, so just don't, you don't want to help out, huh? Interesting. (laughs) And I did I did appreciate her attempt to try to spin it as some kind of altruistic sacrifice, like on behalf of the tribe, I'm doing this. Yeah. No, I know I'm weak. And so exactly. therefore <laughs> Yeah. I I do think that we're in line here for this season to have a power player winner. And I th- I think that we're riding that line now. Well, they had just to your point of like the underdog streak that's been going on, I think this is a season that has like the most colorful characters and people that are outright like literally outright saying, Oh, I'm playing the the bastard card. Like I'm okay. Being going through people's bags. I'm okay. Stabbing people in the back, you know? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. also just like people are just on it. Like even tonight when, when uh, we kept on la- Josh is one of my guys and I'm like, I can't wait to see him go. Cause he's <laughs> just like, I just love how at the very beginning of tonight's episode, it starts with him and he's like, I got, I'm playing both sides. I'm doing great. And then both of them are like, he's an idiot. <laughs> and then, the, and then the moment he ends up on the new tribe, they're like, yeah, we don't trust that guy. <laughs> he, he, he has no idea how badly off he is wherever he goes. He's a douchebag, no matter where he ends up. And I feel so bad because we've heard so little from him all season. And then his first big moment is, is that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been interesting the Josh ride. I, th- I think that this was definitely the most Josh that we got. And we also ended the episode with, I think, him in a pretty solid position, at least an ally at this point, at least someone like he's going to stay another week. He's mm-hmm. better than he's ever been on the show with, <laughs> yeah. with Carolyn in his pocket. Let's yeah. uh, let's start from the uh, beginning here and start with uh, Josh's original tribe because that's who we started off with. They voted out last week. I believe that's Green, right? Soka, Soka, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we got them coming back to camp, and that's where we got the uh, the knowledge that everybody doesn't trust Josh. I think last week it was kind of like. Some people don't trust Josh, but it seemed like Danny and Heidi were kind of with them. But at the very beginning of the episode, they make it clear they don't want to work with them either. Which which is so interesting to me because every, when everybody on the tribe feels like um, he's not talking to them and he must be up to something, you have to assume, well, maybe he's just not, he's not talking to any of us, so he's not playing. You would think that that would come across instead of like this guy's a big threat. 
Yeah. Well, I think it was just they couldn't trust him. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a he's a liar and a bad one. You know, like, the fact that, you know, when when we, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself, yeah, yeah. but the fact that the other tribe sniffed him out in two seconds <laughs> for something he mentioned a week and a half ago. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was such a weak lie as well. I thought it was such a tell when he said, um, yeah, I'm a personal trainer because I like working out. It just seemed like such a such a bad lie, you know, well, so obvious. Well, it reminded me of it. Was it Cody last season that he was like the sales agent? And then was going on about how because the other person was in sales too, and they're like, "You can't trust people in sales, man. They're just so sketchy." And then, but he never told anyone he was in sales. That was a lie that worked because he never gave anything away. Right. He, he, he told a consistent lie, which is how you have to lie. Right. Yeah. It, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, Josh doesn't want to tell that he's a surgeon, and that would say he's smart and possibly has like a lot of money and everything like that. So that's a couple reasons to get him out of like why he doesn't deserve the money or he's too, uh, too smart. We need to get him out. But when you like your job is so much of your identity and so much of the knowledge, you know, and topics of conversation that you can, or what you can bring to any situation or bring to conversation and relate to people. So the moment you lie about that, you really don't, especially a job like a surgeon, that's like your whole life. You're on right. call constantly. What, whatever kind of smart Josh is, it's not survivor smart. <laughs> no, no he, he's uh, not uh, prepared for this. <laughs> I also like I don't know why uh why he would not want to lead with surgeon. Like I feel like that would that would endear me to someone. I'd be like, oh okay, this person seems like they're, you know, responsible with it. I'm I'm down to work with a surgeon. I don't know. I'm not necessarily spooked by a surgeon. I can see Cody's point in the sense that it's like, oh, this guy doesn't need the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so guess it's that's hard true. it's hard to emphasize with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and but I mean, at, on the other note, though, too, especially these early days on a tribe, when you're valuing strength, it's like, oh, this guy is smart; he can do the puzzles, but he's also very athletic. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the the reason why, and I think the big like kind of like spoiler of like when that Josh moment happened, and that makes me think that Josh is probably going deep in this game, is that we haven't got his backstory yet. And it's an emotional one. Mm-hmm. Like ah, you're looking at the winner's edit. I'm I'm looking at the winner's edit here. And I preseason conspiracy theory spoke about Josh as a potential winner. He was in my top two. Um because What's I found his origin story. What's the backstory that we haven't gotten yet? Uh so he was supposed to die when he was five years old, but oh, overcame okay. a heart disease or something I like that. I feel like they mentioned that in the first episode, didn't they? I think we I think we got a quick confessional, but it wasn't like we're definitely getting a full package with videos and more context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they definitely now I remember that and I didn't look at any of the preseason stuff. Yeah. I think he quickly mentioned it when they were all like quick snap confessionals on the boat. Um, but, and then that's why he became like a cardiologist or whatever. Yeah. 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 I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good backstory. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he, um, survived when they said he was going to be dead. So that definitely has to come up again. Like that has to come up with more context and why that relates to his performance in this game or whatever. Mm -hmm. Especially if we get like, I mean, some of the backstories we get are like, okay, whatever. 
<laughs> so like that one, like the one of uh, Brandon just uh, doing a lot of cool things. He's like <laughs> on a jetpack and stuff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Brandon's in my pool too. I'm I'm not super excited with him, but I also have Carson. Nice. That's that's pretty good. I mean, um, Carson ends up going to uh, this green tribe, which I guess this tribe, um, it, it the dynamic of it in general is just, or no, Carson doesn't go there. Um, we get Jamie there, but uh, the dynamic of it's so interesting that they're like, oh, showmance between these two, we need to keep them in. Like two pairs? I don't know. On the, was, on the green tribe, the, you mean? Yeah. But who was the other showmance? It's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt, Ma- Matt, Matt, and what's her face? Franny, um, yeah. Franny, yeah. but then who's the other one? Then oh. it's Danny and uh, Heidi. Danny and Heidi are just a, a pair, I guess. Yeah, they're not a showman. They're just gotcha. like a, a yeah. locked-in pair. And Danny's strategy was to keep another duo. I guess that's a more obvious duo, so it's a similar thing to a meat shield, maybe? Yeah. I also wondered, like, does Danny actually intend that, or is, or is he just saying that to keep Matt and Franny on his side, you know? Maybe, but he said it in a confessional, so... True, mm. true. He's, he's going deep with his, his lie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even to the audience. <laughs> um, and then the other tribe, we didn't get a lot of off the top here. Um, I don't think we got any kind of new stuff with their dynamic until they got their new men uh, members. So I guess we can talk about uh, this reward challenge. Soka uh, killed it. Yeah. They, they just like flew through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it took Carolyn a bit to get that target. Yeah. Carolyn is like I I don't know if I just haven't noticed before she is fit. Yeah, yeah, she rocks it totally. Yeah, I thought she was gonna fall out of her bathing suit tonight too. I was worried for her for a second, <laughs> but I it think- was just like she's she's in shape. Like the and again just to like you know to to float my Carolyn parade of love, but it's just like just even watching her like later on in the episode, which we'll get to. It's just I'm like. She's way smarter than people give her credit for. I think absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. No, oh, anyway, and, and they, they want to they want to fuck around with her, and and she's not letting it happen. No, I love it. Adds, I mean, she's she's a perfect player to me. She's a chef's kiss, yeah. top of the top of the list. Yeah, uh, winner, but, winner, Carolyn. Yeah, <laughs> that's I can only imagine when they got her casting tape. They're just like, we don't. You know how we usually have like five people watch each of these to narrow them out. Just, just put it to the top of the list. Put yeah. it right in. You're exactly. in. Exactly. I, yeah. I think she said it was her only time uh, yeah. auditioning too. Oh, that's all you'd need. She applied once. She's in. Look at her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the way it goes is that um, the winning tribe gets to select three people. I thought it was really interesting that. They're the ones that get to select. They knew Josh was on the outs. That and they blew sent, my mind. They sent him somewhere to get an advantage. That blew my mind that they, because that's just like, historically speaking, all the trips out leave you with a potential advantage so far in the, in, in the, in the forties of survivor, that's been the case. So right. why, I, I had the same thing. I'm like, why are you? And also they don't need to talk. They've already like conspired against him. Like, why do they need him to not be around? It seemed like the silliest move. I wondered the rationale as well for all three, really. I was really trying to think through why each of those people. And I wondered if it was for Josh uh, 
so that the other four could just further solidify and further bond. And they figured maybe he'll lose a vote out there and become even That's a weaker. Big risk. It's That's a, a weird big risk because yeah. he's coming back and you don't know if he has an advantage or a disadvantage. And I yeah. guess that you think he has the confidence to come back, think he's in a good spot and tell you if he got a disadvantage, but I guess maybe time. maybe they're probably floating the fact that he's a terrible liar on knowing that no matter what happens. Um but I, I would just say like for the other people it's too early. How do they know anyone else at this point? Like when you're picking for the other tribes, it's got to be random at best. Like you're looking at, do we want to send strong people? Do we want to send people that like, how would you pick at this point when they don't really know each other? Right. Yeah. yeah. Do, they, know what? do they hang out in a hotel before they all come to the Island or are they kept apart? Like they're, how well do they know? They're each not other? allowed to speak to each other, but there is like, they do see each other around in like holding, so they kind of like watch each other's mannerisms, I think, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they suss each other out a bit. And stuff. Yeah, but they can't speak at all. Mm-hmm. But, I want to watch that episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, I don't Carson, know why. I don't know why they did it. What yeah, were you going to say about Carson? The Carson choice kind of made a little bit of sense because they probably thought that would really rattle that tribe if Carson was gone. Like, because if you're looking at like jam jam and uh, Carolyn on paper, they seem a little more eccentric and then Mm -hmm. they've been taking out the strong women on that tribe. So you would think that Sarah wouldn't have much power. Mm -hmm. I I would think. And then I don't know, probably a shot in the dark to send Jamie. They probably just thought she was nice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, but also send someone, especially if you know you're sending them for a potential advantage, send someone who might be closer to the bottom of their tribe. As far as they know, anyways. I, Just looking at Jamie, not to say anything about Jamie, but it's like she doesn't look like she's running the show. No. I think from, from, the, from the outset, she looks like someone who's like happy to tag along and be, and be part of whatever plan's going on. I was trying to wonder, uh, like, what rationale should you use when when selecting that person? And do you think that's what it is? Is it like, who who do I think is on the bottom of the other teams to thus mess stuff up the most by perhaps giving them some kind of wacky power or whatever? How would you, if you were on the winning tribe, uh, rationalize your, the, the decision? Yeah. How would it look... If you were, say, you're the winning tribe and you said, you know what, we would like, as opposed to picking someone from this tribe, I want to pick someone from that tribe to pick the person from that tribe. How would that go down? Can you do that? I don't know. I don't think anyone's tried it. I mean, look what happened uh, with uh, Claire. Jeff called her out constantly until she got eliminated. I don't want to get called out by Jeff by doing that. No, but I'm saying if you were part of, say, your tribe wins. And you say, we don't want to pick the person to go, but we want to pick the person on their own tribe that gets to decide who gets to I, go. I think Jeff would call me out for that. <laughs> and I'd be like, show me the rules, Jeff. <laughs> Pull them out. You're just making shit up as you go along. <laughs> I he think- would just start negotiating, and I'd have to give him like a, a fish or something. <laughs> I, th- I think my rationale would be just chaos, you know? Or, like, it, it would be a mixture. I think that... It- when they ended up getting Jamie on their tribe, they said that uh, they were sad they got Jamie because they re- already really trusted her. They said that she just seemed like a very nice and honest person. 
right um from what they saw so they but but they were also very quickly to be like but yeah we're gonna get rid of it really quickly like we we also yeah let's talk about that though so they all get there and 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 it's and they're all expecting the risk versus reward challenge probably right Mm -hmm. right because that even one of them mentioned they're like i'm not going to risk my vote because we don't have any people left and and our votes are like carson said that i think right yeah so instead they get there and it's an automatic immunity idol but with strings yeah yeah that 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 was interesting i mean we've been begging for shake-ups to happen right like um so this at least added a new kind of dynamic. I did. The only thing I disliked about it was that like, yeah, you're getting on a new tribe. There's probably what, like one more tribal council before merge. Would you I say? Think two. Well, after tonight, you mean? Yeah. Maybe two. How many people are left? There's, uh, well, there's, there, it's five, five and three. So there's only, there's, uh, there's 13. I think there's at least one more episode before the merge. Yeah. Well, we have one, maybe two before merge anyways. So you have an idol and you're guaranteed safe for one of those. The other people have an idol. They didn't get sent to tribal council. They're guaranteed safe for at least one or up until the merge anyway now. So okay. I did think that that was like a little bit kind of over powered in a way but it did test someone like josh from making the right choice right because if it was the person like josh gets sent to tribal council built a relationship that would carry him forward and survive until merge now which i think he successfully ended up doing yeah i mean i think it was required if 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 they had done that to those people and not given them immunity idol yeah, but that's the thing. If I if I'm watching these people come back and they're all just going, yeah, they just put us in a new tribe. I'm going bullshit. They gave you something with that because it's it it's just a death sentence to walk into a new tribe that already has a unified group and you're the new person. And if you lose that night, there's no, of course you're fucking out. Right. Like to, to not yeah. like give them some buffer is bullshit. I think yes. maybe like one thing that could have been a little bit better for it and maybe a little bit more even is if they were, if they got there, they picked the new buff and then they got to choose someone from their old tribe to go with them. So then we had two, two, two kind of move over yeah. and then that would be a little less overpowered, maybe more chaotic and yeah. not yeah. underpowered. But the fact either. that it only lasts for one until the merge, I think makes sense is that way. It does. Cause if it, if it would be super overpowered, if it, if it was a permanent idol. Yeah. We are missing though. Before before we got to the, um, I think this happened before. Was Carolyn's fake out? Oh right, the red X. The red, <laughs> the red X. X. Yes, um, I I loved the play though. I did think one interesting uh, difference here is that Carolyn knows someone found it, but the way she did it, she doesn't know who found it. And that's even more ramifications now that the person who found it, Sarah, is gone. Like, uh, Carolyn doesn't know with certainty if there is still this fake idol in the tribe or not. And I think that was one uh, misstep that she made. Right. Oh, because right. Because Carson could have it. And he's gone now. Right. Uh, yeah, well, for, uh, we are, my wife and I were worried watching tonight because at one point when Carolyn got her idol, 
we thought she put back the real one and kept the fake one. Okay. Yeah, I I thought the same thing, but I guess every single um, idol combination was different from which one was fake and which one was real. I kind of right. took it as this, is that the producers would just go, she found the original thing, whichever one she puts back is the fake idol. Like, and if she doesn't, so that way, if it didn't matter which one she took. Well, I think that um, the way they did it with making it reverse for each tribe and having them all different is that now when they go to merge, it's impossible to tell. It's impossible to tell if someone's actually has the real idol. Like Carolyn can show hers. They're going to be like, no, she got a fake one. And then it's just going to be chaos at the merge from this. Love love it. Love it. Love it. All day long. I'm there for it. Love it. Sarah, I just love how she was getting so tired of people not finding it. She's just like, she <laughs> did this. She went up in the middle of the night. And <laughs> love her. Yes. Yeah, just, it was a great, it. great play. And um, it does also, it makes me think as well that an extra incentive to going for those like island or uh, journey rewards, whatever we want to call them, is that there is, uh, they seem more authentic. Because you're going to do the risk of reward. You're going to do whatever. You're getting the note directly. I feel like players now will start to be more suspicious of of trinkets found around camp because of how easily fake such ones are now. That's well, it. Yeah. I, I, should, I know. I, at this point, I'd be like, I found this. I think it's bullshit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, throwing, I'm throwing the fucking fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sarah must have just as watching live, I think, probably finds out that she had a fake idol, that she didn't go home with a real idol. I wondered, I wonder when she found out, like, I was thinking that at the end, especially because she was probably so extra heartbroken at the thought of having been blindsided with an idol. And I just takes, I personally would be so comforted to be like, oh, whatever, it was fake. Okay, fine. That's, you know. Uh, and, but she also went home with the um, advantage where you keep every um, everything oh, yeah. in play uh, at the end yeah. of the tribal. Huh. All advantages or whatever, that. like the yeah. whatever it was called, like the oh, inheritance thing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot she I, had that. I forgot about that thing, too. Yeah, she she went home with uh, that in her pocket. Hmm. Uh, so I wonder if that'll make its way back in or what? I th- I think that'll make its way back into 45 and we'll just hope that it uh, proves to do something like the shot in the dark. Yeah. yeah <laughs> finally, yeah. we finally got a shot in the dark this season. Yeah. It didn't really matter, but <laughs> no <laughs> one enough. voted for it. Uh, yeah. But that was interesting by Carolyn to do. I mean, there's no reason to think Carson did say, I think one of us set this up. Right. But I mean, no one the, gives her credit for being smart enough to do it. <laughs> no that's the thing. Yeah. That's why she's like in the perfect position constantly because she, every time she does something, which she's always doing kind of mischief or whatever, everyone points fingers at each other, but never to her. No, yes. they think she's like the idiot child that's just tagging yeah. along. But I think that's again, another chef's kiss to her. Like she's a mastermind, but at the same time she calls everyone else on their bullshit. Yeah, and, and I think that if they don't realize this, then there's a good chance that uh, people are delusional and do take her to a final tribal. And I think she wins. I think that she. Fuck yeah! If she goes is, to the end, she wins. She just is so self-aware, and they're not expecting that. 
So I would, God, I would love her to win. I'd get, I get, <laughs> if she wins, I get her tattooed on my arm. <laughs> well, I, I think I, that just I, as you're saying, like no one's vote, everyone is looking the other way. No one's looking at her. That's exactly how she's going to cruise all the way to the end. But she'd be the one that would be under the radar in everyone's face. Like she'd right. be the weirdest person that's like not really under the radar, but kind of is because everyone just underestimates her. Yeah. So, um, what did you think about the new tribe dynamics here when people did get swapped in? So, um, the purple tribe ends up getting, um, in place of Carson, Josh, which I think as, as far as challenges, I was actually thinking, well, they might have a chance here getting like a jacked up smart surgeon or whatever. Personal trainer. Yeah. yeah. Personal trainer. <laughs> which, which didn't end up having. No, they ended up losing anyways, but he did well. He did well, but then Jam Jam took a sweet-ass time falling and then crawling across. I was wondering if we were going to get a Siri on the balance beam type uh, segment. but uh, cheering on. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Just before we discuss their dynamics in their new tribes, I was wondering what would you all do uh, if you were the person who has now been sent to this new tribe How do you maneuver that situation? Because I was thinking for myself, I would tell the full truth. I was thinking the same thing. Exactly what happened. Why do you think that? Because here's the thing. Because let's look what happened to Josh tonight, right? Josh doesn't tell them, uses his idol, because he knows that, of course, I'm the new guy. They're (laughs) going to get rid of me, right? Mm -hmm. If you come out in front of it, and be like, hey, they gave us all idols, but they made us switch tribes. Mm-hmm. And my idol's good until things. So you know what? Here's the thing. I know no matter what you all tell me this week, I, I'm going to play my idol at the next tribal challenge because I just, I'm the new person and I have to. So I would right. just tell them I'm going to play it because it's only good for a certain a couple more tribals anyway. And it's so I have to, I might as well. So I was like, I'm going to use it. So don't bother. Exactly. And, and then I, I, I'm being honest with them. I'm not hiding anything. And also now they got to fuck now. They and then also they have to automatically start dividing each other. And now they're going to be begging me to be on their side. Exactly. And you're it's very uh, trust building to go through with the plan. It shows people like, oh, OK, he's he's done what he said he was going to do. And for me, the big thing as well is I feel like. Uh, we saw it earlier this season. People are going to start to compare notes about like, hey, what did the person who came back from the volcano or the mountain or whatever it is, what did the person who came back They're all say? Find out. They're yeah. going to find out. And I would, I would, uh, I would really want to know what the other people say. And for me, it would cast a lot of suspicion when the person isn't truthful. So for all those reasons, I really think the right play there is to just tell it yeah. exactly true. But here's the thing. They don't know that Josh got just because Josh had an immunity idol tonight doesn't mean that he got it during that time. He could have had it before that. Right. That's true. He could have had it before. I I mean, the way that Josh ended up, it it could have been accidentally stumbling onto success, maybe. But the way that he did play it was well done, I think, like saying that he 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 didn't they didn't ask further questions about the switching of the buffs they were like okay that's probably it then i that's on them for thinking that yeah what would you do cody well i th- i think that josh played it in a really interesting way that i i kind of agreed with because he waited to 
see the divides. And then he found that they were willing to put Carolyn in danger, not knowing anything that he has. And then he was able to be honest with her, gain her trust, say he would play the idol for her because they're all saying her name. And then they were a duo that might not have worked out for him, but the way it happened, it it did end up working out. And I, I think that he gained a very strong ally in that moment, as long as he keeps that kind of transparency with her that, Uh, but he did tell her he was going to play it for her. He did. He did. He, he said that. And she repaid the favor by then being like, Whoa, he's doing more for me than my tribe was. They're willing to just put me out (laughs) Um, to get eliminated. So I'm going to tell him what's actually up here. Right. And, and oh, fair enough. Yeah. So I think that that was a big risk, but the reward was a lot stronger than the potential of like everyone saying, okay, well, we're not voting for you. And then they vote for me anyways, because they know I have an idol and they made me feel safe or whatever. Yeah, it'd be interesting though because if whoever survives, like if all three of those that went to the island together, if they all end up in the merge, they'll all know that. But then the idols don't still are gone at that point. So yeah, so, so it's, it almost doesn't matter unless they just go, "Hey, did this person tell you that they had an idol?" But none of them did, so it, it feels weird for any of them to throw anyone else under the bus. Yeah, the the interesting thing was, I think it would depend how I would play it given the situation because Carson came into a situation where Matthew immediately pulled him in um, off to the side, uh, gave him information that's wrong information, but Uh, it's a white lie. It's a white lie. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no way to ever trace that as Matthew straight up lied to you. He could think that that's actually real. There's no reason to not think that for him. So, in that situation, I might have given the information to Matthew. Hey, you gave me that. I can keep us safe. I have this idol. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. But also, if you're in a, a situation like this where there's only a couple of tribal councils left, yeah. you think your team might win, you might as well just keep it silent. And then you can end up blindsiding someone else by just putting one vote on them and playing your idol. Because you yeah. could take away that situation where instead of taking out the big like head of the snake, you're just taking out someone that was kind of at the bottom that they all agreed was like, oh, we can get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I do think I think I'd come out with it because even even in that situation where Matthew comes to me, I wouldn't know if I could trust him. Right. Like I wouldn't know if any of this is true or if he's just trying to get me on his side so that way he can blindside me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any situation where I don't just come back and just tell the whole story. and then, But then I also say, and I'm playing it. No offense to anybody here, but, you know, I don't know you. Yeah. You know, I, this, is, this, is the, this is the only move I have at this point. And right. it's only good for so long, so why wouldn't I? Like, let's work together and try to make it so I don't need to use this at all. I'll work my ass off for the next community, mm-hmm. you know? And then mm-hmm. I don't have to use it at all. But if it comes down to it, I will use it. Yes, I think that I hear what you said, Cody. It's a convincing uh, pitch, but I do think, nevertheless, I'm with you, and I would also just straight up. Because I don't think there's a downside to it. 
No. The only you know? downside is that you might lose some of its power because, as Cody's saying, maybe then everybody just says, all right, well, then screw it. We're just going to vote for this easy person that's already on the outs of our tribe. The rest of our core remains tight, and then we get rid of the new person next time. Well, and- or if, if you can if you can actually – if you think you can get away with convincing them you're going to play it, and then you don't. So they don't right. bother voting you, and then you still have it for one more time. But right. then you piss them off. Right. <laughs> but then hopefully you're at the merge and it doesn't matter as much. Right. Yeah. But that that's the way to that and that's how I would play it. I would tell them all straight up, I'm gonna use it under no circumstances will I not use this. No matter who I'm making deals with, I'd still be like, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna use it. I just I just don't know. I just don't know enough. And then right. I wouldn't use I probably wouldn't play it. Yeah. It, it's it's so hard to say. I do I do think after um we saw that no one, to our knowledge, anyways, maybe some of them did, maybe um, Jamie did end up turning around and saying that she had one or Carson. They would have showed saying, that. You don't think they would have showed that? Well, they might just show it next week at the start or something like that. To like, they, right. sometimes they just casually throw that out there. Um, but from our knowledge anyways, I think that the way it all went down with Josh, he put himself into whether he knows it or not, he's in a better position than he's ever been in this game. So, right. Um, it was the best thing that could have happened to him. <laughs> yeah. So, and the way that he played it ended up being, it, it went quite well. I mean, I, th- I think that was kind of best case scenario for him because if like we said there, if he would have went there, like, Hey, I got an idol. I'm playing it on myself. What are you guys going to do? Then probably Carolyn's gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The person that it, it went poorest for, we'll talk about later on, is uh, is Jam Jam, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, although let's, we'll get into that later on, because I think anyway, I, I, I have thoughts about that whole the whole how the tribal council went down. <laughs> I have so, one last question yeah. for you all about the about the new wrinkle, the twist. How do you think they. Uh, made it so that there would be an even like do you think that it could have been possible that for instance two people drew the purple buff like how did they make it so that um, (laughs) they it perfectly worked out that everyone went to a new tribe and do you think that they were like okay uh, Josh is going down this path put in the purple buff in that one you know how did they how did they do that I think Every, I think if if there was multiple buffs in each bag, they were all the same color. I think they pre-planted where they were all going to go. Do you think so? I wonder that. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. And they can't. Yeah. And who's going to prove it? They're not allowed to look in the bag, right? It's got to be a blind reach-in. There's well, no way they didn't carefully decide who was going where. Because do you not think that the best person possible for purple went to purple with Josh? Like just in terms of like who can help this tribe actually not lose any more people, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, it I wonder all worked if that out wasn't, very well. I wonder if that wasn't a lot. The producer sitting around going, we really stacked this tribe poorly when it came to athletic people. Who can we, what can we do? It's like, what if we put Josh over there? How are we going to do that? Uh, let's do a swap team so we can give them all immunity out. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Say, you know, don't don't set up the risk or reward. Just give them immunity. <laughs> Did they also choose their paths as well? Well, I, I don't guess. know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. We'll have to like go back and see. But no, uh, yeah. They, what oh, if he yeah. just went down and we're like, oh, I got, I got orange again. I'm already on orange. Well, because they like, wouldn't have wanted to risk them just ending up on their own tribe, still, right? Yeah. Right. The whole point was they had to go somewhere new, right? Um, but they had this protection around them. 
Yeah, yeah I think I uh, we're all going to have to tune into Jeff Probst's podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get the behind the scenes on this yeah. one. Does he actually have? Uh, he, he has a new one. Yeah, not to uh, sway all of our listeners away from this one. <laughs> um, but um, is it called Jeff's Dirty Secrets? <laughs> Because it should be. Well, he did announce on it that he's giving Bruce a second chance. That's uh, Bruce can be on any season he wants. That's what he said on there. Aww. Uh That's the only thing I've heard about that podcast, though. I haven't heard anything else from it. Uh, I haven't listened. Yeah. Well, Jeff, uh, you're just going to have to stick to the show, okay? Don't take from, uh, <laughs> don't take from our table. I'm loyal to Merge right? Boot only. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we get into the immunity challenge. We kind of spoke on it a little bit here. There's a couple other things that were going on. Obviously, Jam Jam uh, blew it for uh, his tribe. Um, also, we had um, Lauren miss the thing, and then Brandon had to go all the way back and do it all over again. And then right. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when Kane finished his after Brandon did two runs, Kane completely collapsed and laid down and Brandon comforted him as if he didn't do just double the work. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice that, but uh, I guess there's not a lot of swimming in Saskatoon, you know, <laughs> I have heard that. Yeah. It's not known for its, uh, you know, waterways and, do you think that we stand a chance at having undefeated Canadians with Kane as our only hope? Um, I haven't seen it yet, but maybe he's a slow bird. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I, I stick to uh, my thoughts that uh, Joel got mad at me about, but I will still stick to them that they found the absolute biggest dud in all of Canada, <laughs> just so that we would have to lose and our streak would be over because they were sick You're, of us winning every time. You are not I, a Kane fan, eh? I'm not. I, I Kane is growing on me a little bit. Last week, uh, him just like playing with the sword or whatever was kind of right. funny. But right. I thought I thought he was going to straight up cut somebody, <laughs> or himself more likely. I thought he, this guy's going to slice his fucking leg open. <laughs> well, he did ruin the sword because Jeff called that out that it. <laughs> wasn't fitting in the shield right anymore. <laughs> Who was playing with this? <laughs> um, but yeah. So is there anything else with the challenge that uh, you want to point out? My, the only thing I had was Brandon comforting Kane laying on the ground during the whole puzzle. Uh, I, and- I, I, I want to give a shout out to Jam Jam's belly flop. <laughs> what about the, um, uh, who was it? Someone else had a slow motion belly flop. Lauren did, I think. Yeah, she yeah, missed. yeah. Just missed the thing and slow mo belly oh. flops so hard. That and was then, flat. Yeah, and then was, did yeah. not did not go back. <laughs> and couldn't. How could she after that? Yeah, yeah my my son was screaming at her. He's like, "Get rid of her!" <laughs> I was like, "Well, but if she can't go, like, it, like it's just you're just wasting more time anyway." And they end up not losing anyway, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, and I don't think we'll be seeing them. Uh, lose next week either because we just have no idea what the dynamics are over there and we're not getting any clues true <laughs> yeah so unless it's a very centric episode with that uh tribe i i guess we got a little bit of a clue that brandon's kind of on the bottom 
we got before that Kane was on the bottom. So I don't know. Every time that we say Kane, I just imagine the wrestler and I just am imagining that under the mask, that was Kane, you know? <laughs> I think so he who, did look similar to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, who else is on that tribe? That's so Brandon, Kane, Matthew Mayo, Lauren, Carson now. Yeah. Like, that's the tribe I know. I, I'm like, I don't, I can't picture any of them. Like right. they're all that's yeah. the vanilla tribe for me. We we saw them go to tribal council once. I do think they have the winner. I think Matthew Mayo. We did have a little bit of um, him on the next time on uh, that may be a medevac, but I'll still stick to him being the winner. Really, that's a bold claim. I don't think that he's going to self evict next week, but I don't think he's going to win either. I uh, I I think that Jeff seems pretty uh, happy about this year's uh, Survivor this season. So I yeah, because Carolyn wins. (laughs) (laughs) If Carolyn loses, we write exactly. I I think we have a big power player like Matthew uh, winning this thing and going through the story of underdog as well. Even though he was a power player because his arm. I climbed that stupid hill to hurt myself on purpose. I planted it. (laughs) My arm's been fine the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Pulls it out. Uh, Yeah. That is a little bit of the Tyson play, isn't that what he did on his season? Yeah. You know, hammed it up to a certain extent, milked the injury. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was full on like what you're saying that Matthew's just absolutely acting. He just pulls it out and does like a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> if he did that at Final Tribal, I think he's got it. It's like a party <laughs> trick he could do to pop his shoulder in and out. And he, that's, that's actually how he got cast was with this trick. <laughs> he's slow playing it the whole time. Yeah. So that would be it. We we get the loss here, and then um, we get the chaos of everybody uh, kind of of Jam Jam, like we mentioned before, um, him and Sarah underestimating Carolyn as well, and kind of just tossing her off to the side like, yeah, we're going to tell um, him it's you, which is interesting to me because it really felt like Sarah was on the bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here, here's before. where I – yeah, I, I sat there the whole time going – you're all idiots if you don't get rid of Jam Jam. Like you're, and he's in my list for my pool. I'm sitting there going, why are you? He's clearly the most manipulative. He literally mm-hmm. out to everyone. He's like, I'm more of a threat than you. Like how inferior. But then, then to that point, I look at the idea of getting rid of Sarah to what you, what we were talking about earlier about the idea of like she's one of those under the radar people. Yeah. But I also look at Sarah as like Sarah's not that exciting of a player. So in that mind. Sarah's an easy person that you can get to come over to your side and just add a number to your group. So she is a better one to get out because Jam Jam's just going to self-destruct later on. He's going to he's going to bite himself in the foot and they're going to get rid of him just through natural selection of him, him being who he is. So I feel like that was actually not a bad play. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too, for that same reason. I I, I do think that Jam Jam is a little bit too much in the forefront to really make a big like 
dent in the merge. I think that he's a good like meat shield and stuff like that. But I I, I can't see him. Uh, I don't know meat shield. You keep on saying meat shield. I don't know this vernacular. Yeah. So meat shield's just basically when you put a bigger, th- you make a bigger threat. Your ally, like Cody, was kind of a meat shield for Jesse, right? Because got it. Um, and then Jesse ended up surpassing him because he was the brains. But Cody was so boisterous and out in the forefront. Um, and then it, it used to be for using like bigger guys too, you know, like, uh, that could win challenges and everything like that. So that you're like, oh, no one will want to vote me out as long as Aussie's around or whatever, winning every challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that like just personality and wise, and, and there is something about Jam Jam that obviously, uh, Josh didn't trust as well. Um, so, and it seemed like he had a thing with Carolyn and that was going to be a tight two that I was really excited about, uh, with them and Carson, but I guess that's gone out the window. No, well, it, it just, I think Carolyn's just done with him just the way he just constantly disres- like just that whole tribal where he's, she's like, I'm Felicia. Clearly she's like, can we stop talking about it? It's like, clearly I'm the one that you think is on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that probably they're also just getting annoyed of each other. Like, he's snoring all night. They've been there enough time now that you're, the novelty's wore off, and you're like, I'm just really, you're getting on my nerves, and I don't yeah. want to be around you right now. Yeah, and Carolyn has zero poker face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we do see in the next time on that we get a big blow-up between Jam Jam and Josh as well, that they're yeah. not getting along whatsoever on that tribe. And well, yeah, well, well, he knows oh. like, there's three of them and they screwed him over. It's like he's got to feel it's great because he went from feeling on the top of that tribe to clearly on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Josh said something like, yeah, I just don't like you or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the uh, only the only person so far that this whole like idol new tribe swap really hurt was Jim. I mean, outside of the person who went home obviously is jam jam. Like he's the one that this severely impacted the most. Everyone else seems to be like so far fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, well, it's going to hurt someone when they try to vote out Jamie, unless they make Jamie feel comfortable if that tribe does go, but I don't know. But that's right. just it. Like every day that goes by, the dynamic changes in those groups, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think for the people, the two people that didn't go to council tonight, like especially Carson, Carson feels like he's in a good. Like even I think we got on the pre, on the next time on a moment where Carson was like, "I'm in a good." I'm in, more more people are trying to like get them over to his side, right? They see him as a number. Yeah. And so I think Carson's in a good position. They, he's easily he sneaked right in there. He's oh, another yeah. power player. For sure. He is. I I mean, Carson's the archetype um, that we see as a power player ever since like uh, Cochran back in the day, that that's a person that can go far if they're not eliminated first, which we've seen. We see a lot of the Carson type eliminated very quickly in the uh, preseason, but it seems like we're going to see him go pretty deep in this game, if not win. Yeah, there's a lot. That's what's really exciting about the season for me is I just look, I'm like, there's so many people here that I think could go the distance and deserve to do so at this point. Yeah, a a lot of big characters, a lot of interesting people going for different things. 
And I I do think too that like Carson got the jackpot as well going to that tribe with the most people that has only eliminated one person because it it's just like a guarantee that someone is get is pissing everybody off over there. Mm-hmm. And like they've been dying to eliminate somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's just um, it. That's just it. So yeah. he they they they're going they they're going to want to work with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so we go to this final tribal and going into it, we don't know where Carolyn's going to decide. I did I did feel like going into it, I was seeing uh, Sarah go, even though I, I was a little nervous that something wonky would happen and we'd accidentally see like Carolyn go or something like that. I was I was heart. starting to fear for Carolyn as well. Yeah. And I, I think it was uh, well, we'll get to it, but I think it was super gutsy of her not to play the idol. I thought when she didn't, I was like, oh, no, she's done. I was like, oh, girl, play your idol. But the fact that she still has it makes me happy. For sure. Yeah, I think it was very uh, bold of her to hold on to it. Yeah, and especially. Well, I guess here's the thing. Nobody because nobody else knew that um, Sarah got the fake one. Right. Right. So nope. they don't know that it's not in play. That's interesting. Wonder well, no one went. even knew that Sarah had it. Carolyn might suspect that she did. Yeah. Um, but no one even knew that Sarah had a fake idol. But that's what I mean. That whole red X could come back into play again. Right. Or time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where it's just like if Sarah never let it know that she found it. Yeah. Uh, and they know that Red X was still there, whether or not. I also just feel like Jam Jam's just too lazy to give a shit about finding an idol. Like I think he's, <laughs> he, I think he believes he'll coast by just on his cunning skill. Although now he's just going to be like desperate, yeah, for, for any he, kind of advantage. But he did say early in the episode too, like I don't even give a shit about this thing anymore. Like we were, we thought it was over. <laughs> we right. were just accepted. None of us were getting this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. He's, I, I think he's got. But I wonder if that's going to change after tonight, like this level of comfortability he's had with feeling like he's in a power position. Yeah, I, I do. I do have to say, too, I do genuinely uh, really enjoy watching Jam Jam, too. He's great. I love him. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I want to see him make the merge because he is going to light himself on fire when that happens. That's like. Ju- Go ahead. Oh, it was just worse. I was thinking it was worst case scenario at the immunity challenge when this tribe went to tribal council, just having Jam Jam, Carolyn, and Josh on my fantasy. Not that he's been that exciting so far. We got a little more out of him, but that was like my like sound the alarms worst case scenario about to happen here. These these people going to tribal council and Sarah was kind of best case scenario. I think for me going home. My yeah. my fear of the next episode is that how does that tribe possibly win the next immunity challenge or at least not finish dead last again? Yeah. Like they're in such a bad position compared to the other three tribes. The other two tribes have two members they can let sit out. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you did uh, say, though, too, like Carolyn is a beast in these challenges. Josh She's is really no great slow, in yeah. challenges. But so. Jam Jam doesn't give a shit. <laughs> but like, he must, though, because I think he knows that if they lose, he's gone. Yeah, maybe it, now he'll really kick it in, you know, kick yeah, it into high gear. It depends on the challenge, too. I think that we've seen him uh, go in some of these things as well. Like, it, it depends on what the challenge is. Obviously, balance wasn't his thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it'll be interesting uh, next week for sure. I think uh, 
yeah, tribal council. Did you find this what went the way you were thinking? Did you think that Carolyn was going to screw over Josh? I don't think there was a bad. Um, there was necessarily a bad scenario for Carolyn here because she still does have her own idol. Yeah, I so, thought there was going to be a beat where uh, Sarah was going to play hers, which would then cause Carolyn to play hers. And then Jam Jam would think he'd be out automatically. And then it would be like Sarah and Jam Jam going to rocks potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um I was surprised that Sarah didn't play the idol. And also I was surprised. I thought that if I was Carolyn, I might read Sarah's not playing the idol as so confident and so sure in her plan that it might spook me to be like something is amiss. I'm going to play my idol just to be safe. She yeah. made a face, but then she also like, she had that long stare over at Josh. Um, right. Josh. So I think there was something in that look that they gave each other. Where she's like, and, but even legitimately before they voted, she's like, just put me out of my misery. I think right, she, right. she had made peace with the fact that she might be going home. Right. But maybe not because like she would have played – if she legitimately thought she was going home, she would have played that idol. Yeah. Right. So- I, I think that Josh um, had the right amount of uh, bedside manner with her there by like being like she needs this acknowledgement. I'm going to straight up nod my head even if these people see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something about jo- – Josh went from like – I, I, Josh won me over by the end of this episode because I went into this episode going, Oh, I don't want you're just a you, you're, uh, <laughs> but, but something about that, like just the fact that he, I mean, anyone that's on Team Carolyn is on Team Jeremy for us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I feel the same way. And seeing that, do you, do you think that it would have been a better move for Carolyn to be like, here's a big play. I'm going to not tell my tribe. And then they're going to be surprised that Josh plays the idol for me. And then I get them out. And then I will be like, Hey, listen, you better respect me. Cause I just, uh, knocked the boots off this guy. No, I mean, no. it would have been cool, but yeah, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> no. Cause then tomorrow they just put her back in the bottom again. Right. They'd be like, Oh, good job. Little girl. Thanks a lot for doing our work for us. I don't think jam jam would, the the only way Jam Jam was ever gonna realize she was a threat was what she did. Yeah, and now she's got a target on her back from him. But he's like, I don't know. I don't. I, I even when Carson went over to the other tribe and was like, he was already throwing Jam Jam under the bush as being like the ringleader over there. Mm-hmm. So everyone on the other that tribe is already going to be looking at Jam Jam going, going on or trust that guy. He's mm-hmm. he's he's pulling the strings. So Jam Jam's, I think at this point is at the bottom of the entire cast at this point. Wow. Like if they merge tomorrow, he's the one that has the most to prove. Yeah. And, and the, yeah. the whole dynamics is going to change. I think that we have, uh, we have a strong four in the one team with, um, uh, Matt Blankenship and, uh, and Franny and, um, the two Fire couples. Fighter. Yeah. The two couples. I think that's a strong four. And I think yeah. that they'll probably stick together pretty strong. How the other groups kind of get together and whether Josh will kind of join those numbers over there or like it's going to be 
interesting. I, I can see, I, like, I think there's a huge advantage to those four sticking together going into a merge, though, if they manage to do so. And I could see Carolyn working with them very well. Yeah. They would like her. Well, yeah. like, yeah. everyone would well, like could, Carolyn. Well, but just, just looking at, like, Franny and Matthew, like, they're, like, like offbeat, nerdy kind of people. They'd see Carolyn as, as like, a kindred spirit. Like she's another yeah. like underdog kind of like someone that, you know, doesn't fit the archetype and they would embrace her. I think mm-hmm. yeah. especially because like, she doesn't seem to have like she, like her heart's on her sleeve. Like she doesn't seem to be like as much as she does play behind the scenes. And we know she's been able to like pull off some moves without everyone knowing with the idol stuff, like she hides it well because she, on, on the surface, she looks like she lets it all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, how are we feeling about uh, the rest of this tribal council? Is there anything uh, more to go off of before we uh, dive into uh, predictions and uh, pops of the week? No, I just love how amused Jeff was by by Carolyn's like, I'm Felicia. And just how much (laughs) he's delighted by her, as we all are. Oh, yeah. And I do actually I do want to point out, too that that picture perfect moment of that closing image at the end of that tribal council where Josh reaches over for Carolyn's hand as Jam Jam's confused as to what just happened and Carolyn and Josh hold hands and Jam Jam's mouth just drops wide yeah. open. Like yeah. that image was amazing and just yes, kind of like yeah. encapsulated a lot of perfection on all three of those players. It made me absolutely pretty happy, happy because it's just because it, like as much. Again, I love I love Jam Jam. The whole time we were watching my family, I'm just like Jam Jam's got to go. My daughter's like, no, I love Jam Jam. And it's like I love Jam Jam too, but I would not if I was in Jam Jam's tribe. I'd be like, you got to go. Why? I don't because I don't. Tr- I wouldn't trust him. Right. Ever. I would just right. be like, you're never, I, I just wouldn't ever trust anything he said to me. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. just too cocky. He's just too confident. Mm-hmm. He, and that's, he, that's dangerous. He does have a lot of confidence and it seems like he could do a, a flip uh, flop back and forth kind of thing. Like the people to trust in this, like that's why I, I'm sticking well, He'd with also him. be the first person to stab you in the back and throw you under the bus. I, I think so too. I, I'm mm. sticking with my winner pick for that reason. Matthew Mail, he every time he talks to someone, they trust him. Matthew Mail is Franny's Matt, right? No. No, the other one. The rock boulder one. Yeah. Oh, uh, sling. Arm in a sling. Yeah. Yeah. As my my wife Sarah pointed out, he kind of looks like Bra- uh, Ben Affleck. Look at it next oh. time. <laughs> yeah. You can see a Ben Affleck. Uh, like now Ben Affleck. Yeah. Exactly. I can kind of see that. Yeah, watch, watch next time. He's <laughs> almost like a, a, a an Affleck Matt Damon love child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's what I, you I thought maybe a Ben Affleck and Mick Foley love child. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, not. That's just it. There are so many good options at this point still. Yeah, and and a, a lot of people have surprised me as well. Like I. I was down on some people going into this season, but like Danny, for example, didn't think that I would like someone that was that kind of archetype or whatever, but he surprised me. I've liked, I've enjoyed him a lot throughout this. 
Um, I thought that Jamie surprised me by just eating bugs. That's entertaining. And all the people who eat wacky stuff. Danny eats the clue and she eats the worms. That's what you like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Kane ate the sword. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like Danny a lot too. Danny's also one of like, because Danny's kind of like a bit of a Cody from last season, but different. Yeah. And a little bit more knowledgeable of the game, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Well, less cocky. I think he's just more like smarter and just like it's just anytime you get cocky in this game, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like people that get too confident get, are in trouble. It's the people that are constantly shifting and moving and, and judging the situation. That's why it's dangerous to build alliances this early on. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're just bound to fall. It's you know at some point someone's gonna you know there's so, because the show constantly throws wrenches at them to upend these things, it's like, it's almost like not worth getting into a strong alliance at the beginning. Cause right. they, like how many of them have ever survived the entire show in recent days? I think, uh, not too many. That's yeah. also why I think to your point about needing to be so like on guard and everything. Uh, that's another reason why Carolyn's going to win because she is so like, um, uh, it seems she's just always, uh, aware of what's happening and taking it all in and uh yeah another another reason for carolyn's victory i would love that's my hope is it's carolyn i you know what i don't know why this person kind of stands out to me as like an under the under the radar winner franny yeah i can see it i can see matthew protecting her to his own demise uh and and i don't know there's something about her that i just goes you're you're gonna go a lot deeper in this game than you probably deserve to well i i hope so because she's also on my fantasy team yeah i I like her and i could see her actually protecting buddy more than buddy protecting her really that's interesting Yeah. yeah i think that she i think she might be held back a bit by him I, I I think they're both held back by each other. I think they're, yeah. I think they're screwed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're, they're the Romeo and Juliet of this season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Star cross lovers. That'll be a double elimination episode. Yeah. Uh, but who is um, your guys's uh, pop of the week this week? Who stood out to you? How's uh, Carolyn like, not always the pop of the week? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's she's uh, red. She's risen up to the top quite a bit. So I, I, I'm not going to pick Carolyn because that's just too obvious. Uh, you I'm going to go with Josh because he went from nothing in the previous episodes to being a big focal point right from the opening moments of this episode. Yeah. So for me, at least for my own personal viewing experience, certainly he's got the biggest pop. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to agree with that. I was I was thinking Josh. I thought we were all roundtabling uh Carolyn, but if we're giving Carolyn a break, I think that Josh uh, has it this week. No, yeah. I, I agree too. It's like because I, like I said earlier, it's like I walked into this episode from the beginning, being like, oh, "I'm done with you," and he's in my pool. But but by the end, I'm like, "Now nah, we're good." You're he was definitely the pop of the week because he made the right he's made the right move. Yeah, and I I, I think he's gonna make it pretty far now, um, at least to the merch. Mm-hmm. So which may be just a couple of weeks. Um, but who is your prediction for who goes home next week? Ryan, what are you thinking? Well, let's see here. Um, first up, we have to 
decide which tribe will go. I think purple's going to sneak through. And let's say that, uh, oh man, let's say green ends up going to tribal. And let's go with uh, Matt. I'm calling the demise of the showman's already. Franny's going to recognize he's holding her back and she's going to break his heart as she should. uh, Or she just isn't part of the decision. Either, Yeah, or that. Perhaps that's likelier. And they go Matthew this week, Franny next week. Yeah. And Franny tries to do, I mean, Matt tries to do some kind of heroics with his fake idol and gets egg in his face because it doesn't work. Yeah, Yeah, because I don't see Franny and Matt stabbing each other in the back. No. Okay. I'll, I'll amend that. Part they'd, ha- they'd have to, well, they just, I don't think they'd trust that they can break them apart enough to mm-hmm. bring them in on the scheme. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm going to say that it's Brandon that goes home next week. Okay. Okay. I, I even though but I said that orange he, he, wasn't going, he has I, an idol though. He has an idol though, right? No, he oh, played, played it. Already. Right. Uh, I thought he the got very back. first. Ni- I don't think so. The no. very first night he played it. Yeah. But it went back into circulation. Didn't someone find Matthew it already? Got, Matthew Mail got it. Got it. Right, right, right. And then right, he gave right. the fake to Jamie. That's right, right, right. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah. Jamie's got the fake, the fake and the temporary. So I that, that was my worry. But that's my worry with Jamie. She's gonna play her fake one by not realizing. And fake one is. I, I guess it would make sense to play the temporary one first, though, right? Because it expires. Yeah. Sure. So, um. So yeah, I, I'm thinking that we get Brandon. That next week's episode is going to be like a Brandon or Kane kind of thing. And like it might tease Carson a little bit, but then Carson's going to feel safe and it'll be Brandon or Kane and Brandon goes home. I feel like Brandon, because Kane doesn't feel like a threat. No. I feel like Kane feels like someone they can bring along where Matt, where Brandon feels like a physical threat. He's already played one idol. Well, if all of them listen to my preseason talking about Kane, then they know Kane isn't a threat. <laughs> Kane, I don't think Kane's gonna go. Kane will maybe make it to merge, but I don't see him going deep into the game. No, I, I although he could also be the kind of person they bring along just because it's not gonna matter in the end. Mm-hmm. Like he's the uh, third finalist, gets zero votes. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing about yeah. Kane. Kane, Kane's an easy person to bring along because nobody's worried about Kane in the in the final. Gets left out of the fire and just brought to the final. I, yeah. I guess the real question is, do we finally get a male getting eliminated? Because this was once again a female getting voted out, hasn't it? Oh, I, I think gosh. every single time it's been a female. Oh, yeah. Well, it's Helen. No, we lost Bruce, but Bruce was Bruce evacuated. didn't get voted out, though. Yeah. Right, right. It was Evac and Maddie. Yeah, it's all, it's one, two, three, four women and Bruce. Yeah, all the four votes out have all been women so far. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say, Matt. Yeah, we finally get our first mate. Well, I'm saying Brandon. And you, Brandon. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Are they in the same tribe? No, different tribes. I'm saying that the big orange tribe finally uh, loses. I would agree them. with both those picks. And if for some reason it goes purple again, Jam Jam's gone. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, it unless, can't he, be unless, he pull, unless he pulls an idol out of his ass. I don't think so. Carolyn already has the idol over there. So I don't think we'll. Well, who knows how many they'll throw around here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's the way it goes. It's one of those. All right. Well, uh, listening at home, let us know what you think. 
Um, let's, uh, Ryan, where can everyone follow you? Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram, Red House Ryan. And, uh, as you mentioned at the start, I do music and I just released my first full length rock album. So you can find that on all the streaming places. And, uh, if any listeners out there are in the Niagara area, I'm doing a show April 1st. So Legion Hall, it's going to be a big rock party. And even if you're not in the Niagara area, you should come to the Niagara area because it's an awesome spot to go on a Saturday night. And if you message me, I'll even give you an itinerary of what to do. I used to work at the tourism booth. <laughs> so I'll put together an info package about where you should go and what you should see and da 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 da. Is it just so, the Frankenstein Burger King? <laughs> no, man. That's, <laughs> that is Niagara Falls. This is Niagara on the Lake. Oh, okay. <laughs> distinction it's the hat shop then (laughs) (laughs) there you could go to beau chapeau that could be a spot definitely (laughs) amazing uh jeremy where can they follow you oh i'm all over um you know you can go look at my film stuff on my website jeremylalon.com i also have like a a small little like other life where i do plant-based food things at pbwithj.ca i also have a youtube channel under the same name uh, and those are in Toronto that listen to this quickly is next week is the Canadian Film Fest in Toronto. And I'm teaching an all day master class on Wednesday. So you can you can get tickets for that. And as part of their industry series. So I'll be doing kind of like a master class focusing on how to develop your voice as a filmmaker and kind of stand out in the crowd. Oh, very cool. Amazing. We'll uh, be sharing that on the uh, Merge Butte social media, which you can get in the description of this uh, podcast. As well as, yeah, reach out, let us know how you're feeling, what your predictions are for next week, who your pop of the week was. Did uh, Carolyn make the right decision? Let us know your thoughts, and we'll see you next week. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 